Hello and welcome to episode 6 of The List Makers, the now ongoing mini podcast from the Doctor Who show, where we take a top 5 topic, each list our picks and then discuss them. But there are no hard and fast rules, it's all about the chat. I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And in this episode, we are shaking things up a little bit. Our topic this month is cliffhangers, and on this occasion, we are going to do our top ten. Yes. Uh, The format is the same as always. However, we'll give our lists uninterrupted and then compare notes. We're doing ten here, partly as a bit of an experiment, partly because we think we can smash this out, partly because there are just thousands of cliffhangers and picking five (laughs) was really tough and even picking ten was tough. Rob, you're good to go? I am good to go, Dave. Fantastic. Look, I've got a lot to say, but I will save it until after we have made our lists. So I'm going to dive right in because it's my turn to go first. Yes. My list, top 10 cliffhangers. Number 10, I am going for The Dalek Invasion of Earth Part 1. Now, I know a lot of people like The Daleks Part 1, and that's great as well. But for me, this is a classic cliffhanger where we arrive in broken, deserted, abandoned London. Things get worse and worse and worse. There's a build-up. We see the Roberman. Then suddenly, a Dalek arises from the Thames. Yeah. And that's just a wow moment. And and how must it have been the first time when people didn't know the Daleks were necessarily coming back and suddenly, oh my God, there's a Dalek rising from the Thames. Uh, so look, that's a favourite of mine. And it gets bonus points because I have met Robert Jewell who was inside that Dalek. Fabulous. Uh, my number nine is a personal choice. And Rob, this one I'm going to just reenact for you because I love it. So you ready? <laughs> yeah, please. How kind of you to drop in, Doctor. I've been looking forward to having a little chat with you. (laughs) You disappoint me, Doctor. I should have thought you'd have guessed. I am the boss. I'm all around you. Exactly. I am the computer. To me, that's just a wonderful moment delivered so well by John Dirth that just takes a story and twists it completely on its head. Who is the boss? Who's running this corporation? Is it the master? It's the Purple Era, so it could be the master. And suddenly, it's the computer. And the story goes in a whole different direction. To me, that's what a good cliffhanger is about. Number eight is from the classic series, and it is the end of World Enough and Time. As the Doctor arrives to rescue Bill, he turns, he finds a Cyberman who says, I waited for you. Ooh, that's good. That just sends shivers down my spine, even thinking about it now. I think we all knew where the episode could have gone. And I think we were all on the edge of our seats by then going, are they going to do it? Are they, they going to do it? They really, oh, my God. They've done Oh, my they God. Did yeah. They did it. And that, to me, I, I have rarely wanted to see the next episode of Doctor Who more than I did at the end of that cliffhanger. Yeah. Number seven, another personal favourite, maybe a classic, we'll see, and that's The Face of Evil Part 3. The Doctor confronts the evil computer Zoanon, and suddenly he has three of his faces screaming at him, Who am I? Who am I? And then the little kid's voice, Who am I? Who am I? That's just such a good piece of imagery, and and you just want to keep watching that and finding out what goes on. Mm -hmm. Number six, look, I had to have this one on the list. It's The Ambassadors of Death, Part two, or cut it open. Again, just that build-up. We don't know what's going on. We're in the middle of a great season, a really exciting story. And just just the way the director builds that all up. What is the capital of Australia? How many beans make five? Right, cut it open. It's yeah. it's just a classic, plus it's the first story that has that, that sting that comes in and is worthy of note. 
We're into our top five now, or my top five anyway. We've had and no snaps so far, by the way. We've had no snaps. Okay, interesting. Right. Uh, number five for me is a personal favourite. It's also from season seven, and it is The Silurians Part Five. Again, we've had this adventure. Kind of felt a bit like a base under siege for now. The Doctor's exploring the caves. We meet the Silurians. A few people die. And then, then this plague is introduced, and we're not quite sure where it's going. Then the Doctor runs out. He finds Major Baker, falls on the ground. Brigadier says, is he dead? And the Doctor turns to him. Yes, the first one. Yeah. And wow, you just know, okay, this whole story is about to open up. Yeah, it's going to kick very, off. very, very big. Yeah, everything's kicking off and it's going to like a whole new level for the last two episodes. And that to me is a really chilling little moment. Number four is also from the new series. And it is one that I thought had to be here. And that is the very simply, the end of the stolen earth. I'm regenerating. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit this was a cop-out reprise at the end of it. <laughs> But how excited were we to think, are they going to... The Doctor's just been shot by a Dalek and he said he's regenerating. We, we know Tennant's leaving soon. What Would they do it? No, yeah. they wouldn't. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was a big, big moment. Uh, number three, a classic. I, I would be surprised if this isn't a snap, but who knows? And that is Inferno Part 4. As the countdown goes down to zero, merges with the credits, goes, goes over the credits, and we know that that means that the world's about to end and the Doctor hasn't been able to stop it. What on earth happens now? So again, a really big moment, really dramatic moment, but the way that it's just done, everything builds up. The Doctor's got a gun pointing at him. Three, two, one, credit start, zero. <laughs> How good is that? Very good. Number two, it's one from a favourite story of mine and I think this is one that really is the best of the whole what on earth's going on, what happens now, and that is the arc part two. Mm-hmm. It's the moment where you think this has been a lovely two-part story. They arrived, there was a plague, they solved it, they've all gone off on another adventure. They get back. It is the arc. Where is everybody? The statue. They mm. finish the statue. And you look up, and the statue that's going to take 700 years of humanity's journey to make has been finished, and the head is a monoid. Yeah, that's good. Just where do you go with that one? You need to know what's happened. And for, for a time travel story that doesn't use time travel that well, I think that's a classic. My number one. Mm-hmm. Now, I am giving this one out. I want it noted before the uh, animated version is out on DVD. I don't know if this episode will be out before or after the DVD, but I'm doing it before the DVD comes out because I am giving my number one to Evil of the Daleks Part 6. It is the moment where the Doctor finally meets the Emperor Dalek after six classic 60s Dalek stories. We're back on Scaro. The Doctor's Mm -hmm. been captured by the Daleks. He's taken in front of this giant Emperor Dalek, huge Emperor Dalek, big commanding booming voice. And the Doctor says, it's all right, I've defeated you and I don't care what you do to me now. And the Emperor Dalek says, no, you've fallen for my trap. Well, you were looking for the Dalek human factor. We've actually worked out what the Dalek factor is. And now you'll take the Dalek factor and you will deliver it through the entire history of Earth. <laughs> Cliffhanger. And it's just like, wow. This is, it doesn't feel like just the build-up to the end of six parts of a season. Yeah. But it really, to me, feels like the build-up of all those Dalek stories just taken to a whole new level. You've got the, the, the Emperor. The Empress tricked the Doctor. It's all gone wrong. To me, that's just a really exciting piece of adventure. So, yes. Rob, they are my top ten. I have things to say. 
but it's time for you to make your list. All right, I'll begin by saying we have one snap across all of those. One snap. Okay, I'm going to mark down which one I think it was. Okay. And and my B pick, but okay, go on. All right, let's rattle through these. At number 10, I'm going to the new Doctor Who. I am going to Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who. That's probably going to shock some people. Ooh. I'm going to her very first episode, The Woman Who Fell to Earth, where the crew end up getting zapped into outer space and <gasps> realize we're in outer space and we're choking to death. Good pick. I like that. You know, at the end of an episode where I was like, eh, that was kind of okay, that bit at the end, I was like, holy hell, that's pulling me in. I want to know what happens. From there, we have the tenant regeneration at the end of The Stolen Earth. Oh, okay, that's the snap. <laughs> There's our snap. <laughs> There's our snap. Okay, very good snap. In at number nine, for all the reasons you mentioned, yes, it was a bit of a cop-out, but at the time, wow. Shocking. Absolutely it shocking. It was. Uh, moving into the number eight position. This is one you name-checked but didn't actually pick. It's the Daleks, end of part one. I'm very glad that's in there. With that plunger coming towards Barbara, the scream, all of that. Everyone loves that. Come on, it's got to be on the list. Yep, very glad it's there. <laughs> into number seven, Seeds of Doom, episode three. Do you know how that one ends, Dave? I must see what happens when the crinoid touches human flesh. Ah! Well done. Yeah, yes. it was almost on my list. I love that one. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And following on from that, the end of Pyramids of Mars, episode one, I bring Sutek's gift of gift death, of to, death all to all humanity. <laughs> that's Another <superb>. classic. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my, uh, my bottom five, I guess, of the top ten, into the top five. And we have at number five, Hartnell turning into Troughton at the end of the tenth planet. Mm, okay. I think as a as a viewer... You see him fall down. He changes into a different bloke. Wow, that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> it's never happened before. No one knows what's going on. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I like Br that. Brilliant. Okay, on to number four. And you did an impersonation, and I haven't practiced this one, but let me do an impersonation now. I owe it to my young friend to try, because I got her into this. So you see, I'm not going to let you stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's the cliffhanger to Case Avengers Arnie Part 3, if you've not seen it, dear listener. Yeah, I kind of figured that was going to be on your list. <laughs> Which is just great. Uh, in at number three, Donna Noble has left the library. Donna Noble has been saved. Which is the cliffhanger to silence in the library. And I think that is just... When I watched that, I thought, how are they going to get out of this? Because clearly, once you're saved, once you're... <laughs> you know, a face on the wall. How do you come back from that? I, I I was dumbfounded. So that really hooked me in. It is very well directed. I will give it that, yes. Mm. I know that story is not one of your favourites, but gosh. That... No, I, I respect the moment though, yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, in at number two, the Doctor appears to shoot the Lord President, which is the cliffhanger oh. to the Deadly Assassin Part 1. You see the Lord President come down the stairs. He's on the podium. Tom lifts the rifle, the sniper rifle. Bang, he's dead. Now, you thought I was probably going to say The Drowning in Part 3, uh, which is also a good cliffhanger, but for me, it's that first episode. It's like, the, the Doctor can't have just done that, can he? Like, what? what's going on? It is a huge what-the-hell-happens-now moment, absolutely. Yeah. And finally, in at number one, and we've talked about this many times, I'm surprised it's not on your list, they survived through me. The cliffhanger to Bad Wolf. Ooh. But it's not the cliffhanger, though, is it? 
it's the, it's in the, it's in the um like it's kind of like the, that's a really interesting point. Like like, do you call the cliffhanger the moment the credits start to run, or do you include the what's next bit? Because the last line that you actually see is they survive through me. So yeah, it is the cliffhanger, isn't it? Yeah, you you, you confuse me moment. It is the last thing you see. It's the last thing you see, but it's in the middle of the credits. Yes. Oh gosh, my memory has sort of cheated me there, but it's still it's still mm. it's still the last thing you see. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, God. <laughs> I feel kind of silly for picking that now, but at the same time, yes, it's the last thing they show you of of what's happening. Yes, but in the middle of the well, well, that's and that's an interesting point because the new series does these very differently because they do start the cliffhanger. Sorry, they had the cliffhanger. They start the credits, then they go, "What's happening next time?" And that's, if anything, even more the cliffhanger because that's that's the what is meant to get you back next week. Yes. Oh wow, that's really cool. Look. <sighs> In some ways, I'm surprised we only had one snap. In others, given the whole spectrum that we could have had, uh, I'm not actually surprised at all because there are so many good ones. Um, there are there were ones that made my list that didn't quite get in there. Um, the Invasion of Time Part 4, where suddenly the Suntarans turn up. You're like, hang on, I thought this story was done. Wow, <laughs> that's really cool. I, I love the Candyman at the end of Part 1 of Happiness Patrol. You know, I like my victims to die with smiles on their faces. Yes. Horror Fang Rock Part 3, you know, I've locked it in with us. Mm. So many good ones. None of us had Remembrance Part 1. No, that good point. Dalek going up the stairs. Dalek going up the stairs. But look, there are so many classics. I love that we had a really different list. And between us, I think we had six out of our 19 were New Who. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, because when I started, I wasn't sure we'd get any. And then when I thought about it, like, there were a couple we had to have, and you've added a couple more. So I actually think for a an iteration of Doctor Who that doesn't really do cliffhangers much, that's that's not a bad little tally. No, no. And look, I, I'm very pleased that one of my New Who ones was from the, the Whittaker era, which, you know, hasn't wowed me in many ways but the ending of that that one that first episode where they're floating in space and it's filmed so beautifully it's lit really well jody's hair is floating you know i'm not sure mm. quite how they got that effect maybe they're blowing it with a with a blower or something and, and then slowed the film down or something and you just think they're in outer space they're choking to death they've got what have they got to sort of save them? You know, nothing that that to me is just a massive cliffhanger yeah i reckon they filmed it by putting her underwater that's usually how they do that. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. Yeah, that's just a guess. But yeah, look, I remember us doing a hot take review of that and going, what what, what the hell happens now? <laughs> We've got to tune in and find out what happens next, yeah. which, which is the point of the cliffhanger. Are there any bad ones that come to mind, Rob? Oh, there are some episodes, and, and I can't think of names offhand, but there are some that just sort of end. Like someone will deliver a line and then the credits start <laughs> rolling and there's no tension. It's just a line. <laughs> you know, I've yes. seen this in the in the sixties episodes. I was Oh, I'm kicking myself now because there was one I was watching recently and it happened. I thought that's a really silly way to end an episode. The sixties ones are interesting because sometimes they will just end on a not not an undramatic point, but kind of just a nice pause to do it. Um there are some that don't work at all. I think the Sensorites part one where the Sensorite comes and looks at them through the spaceship window. That's just a bit too silly. I think the funniest one that's both terrible and funny has to be Horns of Nymon Part 1, where the Doctor sees a planet coming towards the um, disabled TARDIS and he turns to K-9, it's coming right for us! And this goes to grab K-9 and cuddle him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious, but it's so silly. 
speaking of planets coming towards you, the Davo one I did, you know, I won't let you stop me now. The planet seems an awfully long way away as he squints and sort of <laughs> grimaces. <laughs> He's not even in the atmosphere. <laughs> well, no, but and, and what I hadn't realised before is that when he sees that effect before he does that, that was meant to be him about to regenerate and, and, and stopping the regeneration. Now, I just thought they were using the same effect that they would go on to use for the regen. But no, Graham Harper deliberately was saying, no, no, from this moment onwards, the Doctor could regenerate at any moment and he's just willing to be held back. Yeah, now that's very cool, actually. What's interesting looking at through at our list is we've had almost none and possibly none of the how does the Doctor get out of this one cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at this. Uh, Sarah being threatened, uh, Sutek killing a baddie. <laughs> the, the, the closest is probably Sarah being threatened in Seeds of Doom. Yeah. Um, and, and that one's really effective because the you, you see the pod in the process of opening and it's got that really cool sound effect of the pod opening and you know what happens. So that's really good. But, but I guess what I'm kind of trying to imply is that you know the Doctor's generally not going to die in the middle of a story. Mm. And so, oh my God, they're going to kill the Doctor. You're like, well, I know he's going to get out of it. Um, Which is why Androzani Part 1, I think, doesn't get enough attention. Um, And I think it's because it's got Part 3, you know, in the same story. And wow, that overshadows everything. But in that one, it's not a case of fire, cliffhanger. It's a case of fire, gun, gun, you know, bullet, 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 they're they're shot. And then cliffhanger. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay, they've actually shot them. Yeah, although, you know, what probably makes me um, not concentrate on that so much is I'm still wondering how Shara's Jack ran up those uh, those costumes for the Doctor and Perry so quickly. It's one, <laughs> it's one thing to make androids, but where do you get the clothes from? The identical clothing, like a, a cricket jumper, for God's sake, on Androzani Minor. No, <laughs> look, look, that's very true. We're, we're running up towards the end of our, our time limit. We've done a lot in this one. I'm very pleased with that. The, the final statement I guess I'm going to make is that Looking at these over, there are lots of dramatic moments, lots of really cool effects and all the rest of it. But mm-hmm. for me, for me, what really makes a great cliffhanger is the conceptual one. The one where suddenly this story is going in a whole different direction you didn't expect. And wow, I want to be part of that. What, what, what is it for you, Rob? Yeah, look, I, I think it's along those lines. If I can use the cliffhanger to Deadly Assassin, where the Doctor appears to shoot the Lord President. Yes. Suddenly everything's turned on its head. It's not the Doctor in peril. It's the Doctor doing something very, very unexpected. And you're wondering, well, what just happened there? You know, they're the kind of ones I like. Yeah, no, I think we both agree. But it is time now to pull another topic from Turlow's Hat of Rassilon. Now, I remind people as I'm shaking the hat up that uh, you are very welcome to submit topics to us. A few listeners' topics have gone into the hat before this episode. But the topic for next time, Rob. Yes. Top five modern Doctor Who stories. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) But we'll be making those lists next time. Until then, I've been Dave. And I've been Rob. And we will talk then. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.